Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hawks fall in Boston to the Celtics and a Jalen Johnson update. We'll talk about it all right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Tonight, the Hawks were on a second game of a back to back, taking on the Boston Celtics. And unfortunately, they fall 113 to 103. First game without Jalen Johnson. And uh, we got a full show, man. We got a full show. So uh, first things first, let me get rid of the housekeeping. If you are on social media, we would love for you to connect with us. Whatever platform you're on, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or X, however you want to call it, uh, TikTok, just go ahead and search Hawks Beat and you will get us there. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and uh, connect with us that way. Once you subscribe, make sure you drop us a five-star rating. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, that helps us uh, in the podcast community. <laughs> All right. Uh, first things first, man. Appreciate you guys that checked in with us. We did a Twitter spaces or an X spaces, I guess you could say. Uh, we did that before the game, just kind of breaking down. Uh, we really talked a lot of Jalen Johnson, uh, and then we kind of previewed the, the the Boston game. But um, I, I appreciate everybody checking in with us. Uh, shout out to my guy Tone from We We Talk Hawks TV. He co-hosted with me. I am not too adverse or too proficient in the spaces uh, technology, but it was kind of dope. It was kind of dope once we got rolling and rocking. So, uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll do something like that a little bit later on. Uh, in today's podcast, I really want to start with Jalen Johnson. All right. Um, yeah, we'll talk about the Boston game. Yeah, Boston won. whoop de doo <laughs> Listen, y'all know how I feel about Boston. Boston, New York, and... Uh, Boston, New York, and Kyle Lowry. Y'all know those are my three things that that you know that that get me going. But we'll talk about the Boston game. But I want to start with Jalen Johnson. We'll talk about the Boston game. Uh, we'll do a little fan feedback, and then I will give you some takeaways um, as far as tonight's game is concerned. 
first things first, Hawks sent out a sent out an email about Jalen Johnson uh, this afternoon, giving an update on what is going on with him. And uh, let me go ahead and pull that. Up. I should have had it already. <laughs> I apologize. I should have had it already ready to go because I got it here on my notes. And uh, I don't want to misquote anybody or, or misquote anything. So I'd rather just take it from the horse's mouth and uh, read what the Hawks sent out. But um, Hawks did send out a statement today about Jalen Johnson. Uh, and it says he has been diagnosed with a left distal radius fracture. He will be reevaluated in three to four weeks. His status will be updated as appropriate. And like I always say, um, as a responsible podcaster, the status will be updated in three to four weeks. Doesn't mean that he will be back in three to four weeks. It means they're just going to update it and see what it's like, how it's progressing or, uh, you know, however that thing is going. So we wish Jalen a speedy recovery. Um, we, uh, thoughts and prayers, man, thoughts and prayers, you know what I mean? You know, keep your head up, young guy, you know, and, and it's got to, and we don't talk enough about the mentals. So like the mental aspect of this has got to be tough on the guy, you know, he's fought uh, a while to get into this, this lineup and this rotation. He finally gets there and he's playing at a level where you can, when you're looking at most improved players for the year, like he's got to be top five. And definitely not five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I hate it for the kid, but <sighs> such is life. Such is life. So, here is the thing. Where do you go from here? Where do you go from here if Jalen Johnson is going to be out of your lineup for three to four weeks or four to six or whatever it may be? Um, I think the obvious progression is you start Sadiq Bay. I don't know if that's the long-term situation or if that's the long-term solution that you do for the four to six weeks. I think Quinn is going to um, kind of just see how it goes with um, Sadiq Bay, And I-, I think he'll go with that until it gets to a point where it just may not be tenable. I, I-, I think it would be fine, but it'll just be different. I'll just say that. It'll just be different. Um you obviously go with Bay as your starter. I think that initially you'll go with Bay and Dre to kind of triage that four position. Um, unfortunately, this is an area that the Hawks don't have depth. Like if if, if injury would have happened to anybody else on this squad, you know, Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Bogey, like you got guys that could, could step in. Like you got wings and you got guards. But that power forward position, like that four, like you don't really have a lot of depth there. You know, the idea is that, okay, hopefully you Mo, Mo Gay could, could have stepped in, but he's out with the lower back strain. He's several weeks away from even being reevaluated, right? So you can't stick Mo in there, you know. Uh, John Collins is in Utah, <laughs> you know. You traded away, uh, who was the other power forward that they had for like a couple of weeks uh, Rudy Gay, you know what I'm saying? He's gone like the, you're, you're thin at power forward. Like, that's just how it, that, that's just, you're thin at power forward. So, um, uh, one thing that I didn't mention, I, I wonder if double O would get some power forward minutes. Um, he did not tonight, 
But uh, I wonder, like, I just wonder what those power forward minutes are going to look like. I think if you have to lean on Bay and Dre to triage that four position, I think that's going to be a problem. I just think that that is going to be a problem. Like, if that's your main solution to just go with the guys you have, and I think that that's what they're going to do initially. I think they're going to just go with the guys they have initially. I think that is going to be a problem. I think that when you look at the roster, Quinn is really only goes like nine or eight guys. I think that um, one of those guys that were nine or eight, which is um, A.J. Griffin and Wesley Matthews, I think that one of those guys comes up to the eighth, gets the eighth, gets that eighth spot, and they get the eight person minutes. You know what I mean? And then whoever doesn't get the eight, he's going to get the nine, and then they'll kind of just move up that way. Um, <clears throat> which I find to be very interesting as well because that doesn't necessarily solve the position at the four. Then you're just going to have DeAndre Hunter play a lot of small ball four, and I don't think. That is good. <laughs> I just I don't think that is good. Now I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Like DeAndre could excel at the small ball four, and tonight he had a very good game, a very good game. You know, um, maybe there might be something there that I don't know or that I don't see, and I'm totally okay with admitting that if there is. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So let's look at it like this, right? So on tonight's on tonight's uh, box score, and again, this is the first game without Jalen, so this could change, right? This could change. Um, if you look how the, how Quinn divvied up the minutes, if you look how he divvied up the minutes, um, he went one, two, three, four. He went nine man deep, eight really heavy like he normally does, and that ninth man not really getting a lot of minutes. That ninth man tonight was Wesley Matthews. The eighth man was A.J. Griffin. A.J. Griffin got in, got 12 minutes, and that's 12 minutes more than he's usually not used to getting. You know, Hopefully, A.J. can kind of get his little swag back if he's able to get these minutes and get back into the, the swing of things. 0 for 5 ain't going to cut it, my boy. Oh, 0 for 5 is not going to cut it, my guy. So, um Wesley Matthews played seven minutes and eight and 47 seconds as the ninth man tonight. And for what it's worth, I said this in the spaces, I kind of low-key like the defense Wesley Matthews has been playing. He brings a little bit of physicality there. Like, yeah, he's old. <laughs> he's old. But I really like the moments he was matched up on Tatum. He was bodying him. He was giving him fouls. Like, like I, I was okay with it. Like, I like Wesley as a defender. I don't know how much you can lean on him night in and night out because he's just an older guy, right? And so he he did what he normally did. He he ran the eight and with the nine. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Now, here is another option that is available to the Hawks, but I don't think it is likely. Hear me out. Miles Norris is on a two-way. He's 6'7", 220. He kind of plays more like a big than he does a wing, I would say. I could be wrong on that. Um, not the biggest guy, but if you're looking for, for someone to give you forward minutes, that is a guy you can reach out to. You can pull him up from College Park. Maybe you can sign some guys to a 10-day or 20. I don't even know. Do they have 20 days? Do they have 20 days? <laughs> and the guy I'm thinking about is Chris Silva for College Park. That boy is a dog. And here's, here's one thing that you are missing on this team is a dog. You're missing physicality. You're missing guys who are And I don't want to say these guys aren't tough. I don't like to say that. Let me just say physical. Let me just say physical. This is you you don't got guys that 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 are very physical on this team. I would say tonight you got out physical. You got out physical. You got out rebounded fifty eight to forty three. Now, I will say this. While Clint Capella was in the game, he did a, the Hawks did a very good job rebounding. When he was out of the game, ooh wee boy, those 27 minutes on Yekka was out there, three rebounds. Come on, on Yekka. Come on, man. And I'm not even, listen, I'm not even one of them dudes that after a loss has to point and lay everything at one person's feet. Y'all know me. Like, I'm not that dude. 
I'm not the we lost because of X. There's always three to four to five factors that are true when you lose a game. I think this is one of them. (laughs) I think this is one of them. You know, his inability to rebound was one of the reasons you lost. I thought Quinn got out coached tonight. That's just kind of me. That's just you had Jason Tatum just sitting on Onyeka the whole game for the most part. And you didn't run any action for Onyeka. Like you didn't even try to like make Tatum work defensively. So when the fourth quarter comes around, guess who's fresh and ready to close it out? Jason Tatum. And for a moment, him and Trey was going basket for basket, but eventually Trey ran out of gas because he had been carrying the team the whole daggone night because DJ didn't feel like he needed to show up tonight. That's another reason you lost. Like, I can, I can give you about four to five reasons why you lost the game. It's, ne- it's rarely a singular reason. My guy, Brad Rowland. Uh, everybody knows Brad, Locked On Hawks podcaster. Good guy, good uh uh, an analytical uh, analysis guy. <laughs> he sent out a tweet. He said, "Per NBA.com, the Hawks had twenty had an eighty-one defensive rebound rate, which is very good, with Capella on the floor." He also said the Hawks had fifty percent defense de- defensive rebound rate, which is not good, with Capella off the floor and a Kongu on. Obviously, that lets you know. That there were some issues with the Congo being on the floor and them rebounding. Guys, that problem is not going to go away. Like, Jalen Johnson is a very good rebounder. And I don't know how you solve that problem. Because just because he's out is not going to automatically make DeAndre Hunter and Sadiq Bey better rebounders. Sadiq Bey had eight rebounds. And for all intents and purposes, that's good for him. Like, eight boards? Like, you know, if you say you, if Sadiq Bay was a guy, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he'd give you eight boards every night like that. You would probably take that. But nah, that ain't going to be enough. Hunter give you four boards. And, and it's like I'm not even blaming Hunter for that because, like, that's not who he is. That's not who he is. Like, he ain't coming to the league as no master rebounder. So, like, don't expect him to be like a, oh, man, why you not getting no rebound? Like, he ain't never done that. He ain't never been that. So I just I just named the problem and unfortunately I can't name a solution. I can't name a solution. Do you sign Chris Silver to a 10 day so he can come in and at least get some rebounds for you? I don't know. Who on that bench gonna come in and give you rebounds? Bruno Fernando? Like if if, if that's the case, then you can't run Bruno. You can't run Bruno at the four. You gotta take Clint out, you know? I and here's the thing. With Boston, it's it's a bad matchup for Clint anyway. That's why he only plays 20 minutes. That's why he doesn't get on the floor that much with Boston because they run that five out. And he just can't guard on the perimeter. Anyeka does a better job guarding on the perimeter, but he just can't rebound. So it's like <laughs> they have like one guy has what the other guy needs, you know. The one guy has what the other guy needs. And so it's it's problematic. So unfortunately, when you come to the solution, when you come to it, when you come to the end of it all, Jalen Johnson being out causes a lot of problems for this Hawks team. And 
Quinn Snyder's the guy you pay. Quinn Snyder's the one you went after. He going to have to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, he going to have to figure it out. I, I ain't going to figure it out. I got things I got to handle my own job. I got to do lesson plans tonight. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting to see how he figures it out. Because that's his job. His is his job to figure it out. It's Landry's job to see if uh, several, I mean, I don't even know how that works as far as the roster is concerned. Can you bring in another guy? Do you have another another roster spot? I don't think they do. I don't think you do. I don't I don't think it's to a point where you feel like you got to make a move. But, man, if this thing goes, like, really, really south, I think some heads might roll. And I'm not talking about Quinn. I'm just saying, like, I think some changes could possibly be made. You hear what I'm saying? I'm not saying they will. I'm saying that that is a possibility. So, I don't know, man. We'll see. That's 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 my thoughts on the whole Jalen Johnson thing, which kind of spilled into the <laughs> which kind of spilled into the Boston game notes. But um, let's get into this Boston game. Uh, going into the game, Boston was uh, what where were they? Seven, eight point favorites. Let me see. Uh, seven and a half, seven and a half point favorites. Um, yeah. Um, Celtics were 12 and four coming into the game. Best record in the league. Um, undefeated at home. Number one in offensive rating. I mean, number one in net rating. Eight offensively, fourth defensively. This is a good team. Like, it's a good team, man. Like, it's a really good team. Uh, better than the Hawks in all of the ratings. Hawks are 12th, second. I'll say for offensive. Hawks are, are number two in offensive rating, but the 25th in defensive rating. Uh, numbers, numbers, numbers. But when it comes down to it, Boston's just a good team. Like, they're just a good team. And here's the thing about good teams. When good teams have guys who are out, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, it does not matter what Drew Holiday and Prozingos out. Did they look like they missed them dudes tonight? Like, they probably did. But it didn't look like it. It didn't feel like it. That's what good teams do. That's what good teams look like. It was business as usual. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Derek White, they did what they had to do. And the scrubs came in and pulled their weight. Very effectively, very effectively, you had uh, Nemus Quetta. <laughs> I don't even, I'd never even seen this dude before. Where's the number 88? Played 15 minutes and grabbed 10 boards. 10 boards in 15 minutes and even scored seven points. I'm sorry. I, I, I get worked out. I'm frustrated because y'all know I, I don't I don't like losing to the Celtics. I don't like like ever since that game with Dominique. It's I'm not gonna go into it. And then Al Horford, 85 year old Al Horford, <laughs> grabbed 15 rebounds. 15 rebounds. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick. Gonna be sick. Out of all people in the league, man, Al Horford. Why do y'all do this to me? I will say this. From the outset, I think the officiating was hot garbage. Not the reason you lost, but the officiating for what it's worth. It needs to be noted that it was hot garbage. 
Hawks got two early texts in the first in the first quarter. That was BS. It was BS. These uh, it was one of the, I think one of the rookie officials. It was just BS, man. First quarter, it was very similar to the fourth quarter. To be honest with you, had a lot of Trey, had a lot of Jalen. Like I mean, it it was like a, you know, can you top that? Both guys, uh, Tatum had ten in the first. Trey Young had thirteen in the first. Trey is five or seven, very efficient. Tatum three or six. Both guys getting well, not Tatum not getting to the line, but um, <clears throat> both guys just shooting the ball really well. And just trying to come out and uh, make a statement. <sighs> Wasn't a good night for DeJounte Murray. Um, I'm not going to harp on it. I'm not going to bang on dude like all night. Pause. But uh, <laughs> he, I don't think he hit a shot into the third quarter. Um, first quarter was kind of a wash. He was 0-3, 0-2 in the second. And um, – the Celtics really, really distanced themselves from the Hawks in that second quarter, um, outscoring them 36 to 27, uh, shooting the ball better on all levels, you know, and just getting more shots out rebounding them. Like they were just, they were just better. You know what I mean? Like Dirk white, I didn't even realize this. Like Dirk white had nine points in the quarter. I didn't even like, he he's so like he's sneaky good. Like he's sneaky good. Like you don't think that he's like you look in the stat. Like I knew Tatum was was scoring, but like oh Derek White, nine points. Salute to that man. He was a plus thirteen in the second quarter. Um, he does a lot of things that don't show up on the stat sheet. He was nine points and five assists in that quarter. So, um, good basketball teams, man. Like that's what they do. Good basketball teams. That's what they do. Hawks go into the half, and they're down 53 to 69. I'm like, yo, man, you can just get this thing to 10. Then it'll be competitive because at, at points, like, it just wasn't competitive. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't competitive at all. Um, and you're getting absolutely nothing from DeJounte Murray. So the hope is this. The hope is second half, maybe DeJounte gets going a little bit. Maybe Trey gets a little help because up until then, it's really just the Trey and Bogey show, you know. Um, I thought DeAndre Hunter was okay. I didn't think he really moved the meter until the second half. Second half, DeJounte, I mean, DeAndre was really good. Like, there was a point where it was him and bogey. Like, <laughs> that third quarter was the bogey and DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter quarter. And, like, the Hawks win that quarter. They cut into the lead. Like, they're hitting threes. Like, they just played really well. Bogey shooting out of his mind. Four or five from three. DeAndre Hunter, he's just getting to his spots. Like, DeAndre Hunter looked really good in that third quarter. Uh, he was a plus eight. And you just liked what you saw from those two guys, man. You're like, okay, like, they rolling. <sighs> you still didn't get anything from DeJounte, 0-5 in that third quarter. And, again, this is not me picking on DeJounte. This is me telling y'all what it was, what's happening. So, like, through three quarters – Mans was 0 for 10. Like, I don't know if he wasn't feeling well. I don't know if he's working through an injury. I don't know. I'm just telling you what it is, right? So, um, you're not getting much from your front court outside of DeAndre Hunter. Sadiq Bay, 3 of 7, 7 points. I mean, he got the 7 rebounds, but, like, he's not moving the meter. My problem is this. After 3, you got Bogey with 23, Trey with 23, 
Hunter's cooking with 19. So you get uh, that threesome right there that's kind of going for you. You cut the lead to eight. And they make it very competitive. They make it very competitive. In the fifth, in the third quarter, you get the score down to like five at times. But every time something happens, Boston always has an answer. Like they always had an answer. Uh, in the third quarter, I think you cut it down to, I think, six was the the lowest you got down to because they went on a 16-3 run. They cut a 19-point deficit down to six. So Trey gets a foul for the half, cuts lead to eight, and, of course, he missed the feet throw. So uh, <laughs> I love when Trey missing these important free throws, man. We got to talk about that, right? But uh, going into the final quarter, you got a ball game. You got a ball game, man. You're only down by eight, and that's what you want. Talking with my guy Tone on the spaces before the game, he said, look, all you really want when you're on the road is that fourth quarter start. You want to be down less than 10 and give yourself a shot. And the Hawks gave themselves a shot without Jalen Johnson, without DeJounte Murray. Like, I guess you could say without A.J. Griffin because he was 0 for 5 too. Um. The problem is this, and this is one of my, my, my takeaways I'm probably going to go on later. The Hawks had very little room for, uh, very little wiggle room to say that, if you're going to win this game. Very little wiggle room, which means if you're going to beat a team like Boston, you're going to need to hit on all cylinders. You can't afford to hit on five out of six cylinders or four out of six cylinders or whatever the case may be. You're going to have to hit on all of them. If you're going to beat Boston, you're already out JJ, you know, you don't have the luxury to have a guy, your starting guard go over 10. You don't have a luxury for uh, your backup center to come in and not get any rebounds or for your, 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 your seventh man to go over five. You don't have that luxury against Boston. You simply don't have it. And the Hawks, I will say this. They gave up a valiant effort. Is that the word? Valiant. A valiant effort in the fourth quarter. Troy Young played the whole quarter, but I think eventually he just ran out of gas. Jason Tatum played the whole quarter. And you know why he didn't run out of gas? It's because he was sticking a Yaka Akongwu on defense. He was able to rest. Meanwhile, Trey's running all the way up and down the court. And it's understandable why you run out of gas. DeJounte Murray finally gets on the board in the fourth quarter. Finally deciding to go into the hoop. Which is a whole another podcast. <laughs> Bogey finally cools down, and it was just too little, too late for the Hawks, and they end up losing one thirteen to one oh three. So, Hawks fall back to eight and eight, <laughs> which is five hundred, and uh, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. A lot of fans are charged up for tonight, and I think. It's really because emotions are high because Jalen Johnson is out. And that is understandable. You know what I mean? Like, again, we wish Jalen the best. Hopefully he will return sooner rather than later. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be tough because nobody has the skill set 
that Jalen Johnson has on this roster. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do and how they solve this problem. All right, that was the game notes. Let's go real quick and see if we have any fan feedback for tonight. If you're on Twitter or X, make sure you follow us over there. I'll read a couple of tweets tonight. My guy Paul Martinez says, Fine, Trey Bogey Hunter. Well done last three games at last. Murray's horrible match. <laughs> and we have a problem with our centers. Anyaka and Capella, much worse than expected. Uh, Quetta, 10 pounds, 10 rebounds. Come on. <laughs> He's talking about your boy that I just spoke about that came in the game. Who, who I, don't, I, I don't know if I could even pronounce his name. Um, Nemus Quetta, 10 pounds, 10 rebounds in 15 minutes. That's who he's referring to. So, hey, thanks for checking us out, Mr. Martinez. I don't necessarily agree with you on Anyeka and Capella. I think that Capella played okay while he was in there, but um, he's not going to see the floor a lot against Boston because they run that five out and he can't play on the perimeter. Um, let's see. Thrashinator, Thrash J says Trey can't do it all, all the time. Shaking my head. DJ has to be consistently present for us to get these W's. Hey, man. I appreciate the love. I appreciate you checking in. And lastly, uh, Mikey Kobrinsky, Wizard 300 on Twitter, says, as I brought up with Hawksbeat and Tone Gully, DJM has not seemed his looked, has not seemed, let me see, has not looked like he's been in rhythm. If he's not hitting his shots, it looks worse because it seems like he's forcing it. Sadly, that looks like the case tonight. Yeah, it was very, um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not. And here's the thing. I, I, I checked, I tapped in with my boy Tone after the game. He runs We Talk Hawks. Um, it's not a podcast. It's just a forum, you know, where fans get together. Fans can just uh, say what they need to say, you know, tap in my guy. All right. Uh, it's got a post uh, he does post game and he doesn't watch along so I, I i tapped into the post and uh i said this i'm not ready to pronounce trey and dj as not working or like a failure but i said i think that what trey and dj looks like when it's successful is against the washington game where you have both of them scoring and both both of them facilitating Last night, both of them dudes scored in the 20s, and they both had 10 assists. To me, that is success. That is what it looks like when it is at its very best. So um, <laughs> that's actually my third takeaway, but I'll start it. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll flip it around, and I'll start with that since I'm already into my takeaways. Takeaways. That is my first takeaway, the Trey and DJ dynamic. Um, success will look like what it looked like last night. Not success will look like what it looks like tonight. And that's one of my takeaways. My second takeaway is, again, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier. The Hawks had little wiggle room. They had little wiggle room even if Jalen Johnson played and DeJounte Murray didn't miss all his shots. They still had little wiggle room because Boston is, for all intents and purposes, the best team in the NBA. They certainly have the most wins. So, I mean, until otherwise noted, they're the best team. 
they were still competitive. So, I mean, you can look at that however you want to look at it. You can look at that glass half full, half empty. It's on you. Last but not least, rebounding. Rebounding is going to be a problem. Jalen Johnson is a above average rebounder. Like I saw Jalen Johnson in the G League get close to twenty rebounds in one. Well, not per game, but Bar can rebound, and he's not going to be there for four to six weeks. So you're going to have to figure something out. Wait, when you going to bring Dwight Howard in on a, <laughs> on a ten day? Bring in Kieran Silva? I don't know, but they're going to need some rebounding help. Because Anyeka Kongu is just not that dude. He's just not that dude. He's physical. He There's a lot of pluses that he checks. But rebounding is not the one. It's not the one, man. All right. As far as the Hawks are concerned, they still have three more games on the road. And the week looks like this. On Tuesday, they're going to be in Cleveland taking on the Cleveland Cavaliers. This will be their final in-season tournament game. They will, uh, there's still some uh, ramifications where they can still advance. Um, that's few and far between, so I'm not even going to go into all that. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest with you. The percentage is like less than 1%, right? So, yeah. But for what it's worth, it is an in-season tournament game if you're into that stuff. Uh, from there, they will travel to San Antonio. To take on the Spurs on Thursday. That will be our first look at Big Vic. Big Victor Wimbenyana. Wimbenyama? I think it's Wimbenyama. Anywho. Uh, be in San Antonio on Thursday. They will be in Milwaukee on Saturday. So that's kind of a crazy trip, right? Cleveland, San Antonio, Milwaukee. I don't know who makes these schedules and travel things up, but. They will not return back home to Atlanta until next week, Monday. <laughs> and when they return, they're going to be playing the returning champions, the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> so, no, no rest for the weary man. You got to play who's in front of you, though. You know what I'm saying? Hawks got to figure it out, and uh, we're going to be along for the ride. So, we're going to put a bow in the podcast. Make sure you tell 10 or 20,000 of your friends about the Hawks Beat Podcast. We appreciate all the love, all the support. Like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, find him. Show him some love because that's all he's showing you. L-O-V-E, love. We out. Peace. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.